Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. Let's begin with prayer. My heavenly Father, my heavenly Father, let the power of my Lord be great. Father, let the power of my Lord be great. And open our ears that we can hear. Open our hearts like you did for Lydia, that we can attend unto the things which are spoken. Open our eyes that we can see. Turn us from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto God. And I ask this in Jesus' name, amen. If you will turn with me to Mark 1. I'm going to begin in verse 11. This is just after Jesus was baptized in the Holy Spirit. Verse 11, And there came a voice from heaven saying, Thou art my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. 12, And immediately the Spirit driveth him into the wilderness. And there he was in the wilderness forty days, tempted of Satan, and was with the wild beasts, and the angels ministered unto him. Verse 12, And immediately after he was baptized in the Holy Spirit, the Spirit driveth him into the wilderness. In Luke, it says that the Spirit led him into the wilderness. And why? Why was Jesus led into the wilderness? So he could learn how to overcome the devil. So he could learn, so he could overcome the devil. Now turn with me to Deuteronomy chapter 8. I'm going to begin in verse 1. It says, All the commandments which I command thee this day shall you observe and do, that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers. This scripture, Dole has ministered to us many times. It says in verse 2, And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these forty years in the wilderness, to humble thee, to prove thee, to know what was in thine heart, whether thou would keep his commandments or no. I'm going to share some testimonies about how God led me into the wilderness and how, you know, Dole shares how much he is surprised, how many stories of his and how his teachings, how I remember them so well. Well, they got in my heart because I needed them. Because I needed them. When 1987, I had been with the ministry about three years and God graciously gave my husband and I an opportunity to buy a house. I was looking in the paper one day, and on the back of it, it said, VA loans a dollar down. A dollar down. I thought, well, that can't be. We made a phone call, and we looked about it, and you know what? It was true. Well, my husband happened to be a veteran. So we looked into it. The houses were in Frisco. And I remember talking to somebody saying we were looking at a house in Frisco, and they said, Frisco? There's nothing in Frisco. That was true. Back then, when we moved there, there was 3,000 people. Now there's 150,000. But when we, when we went there, the, the builder said it was a dollar down, and it was uh, so nothing down in the house. We went and looked, and sure enough, we had to pay $500 down to hold the, to hold the lot. But the actual house, buying the mortgage, everything was a dollar down. You know what? That's what we did. Somebody gave us the $500 to put down. And then we gave it back to them when they started building. But when it all came down to it, when we went to go get the mortgage, we paid $17 to, 
to purchase the house, to purchase the mortgage. $17 because the bank insisted that we pay $16 for this piece of paper and the, and the house builders wanted that dollar down. $16 and God moved us into house. You'd think, oh wow, we hit it big time. Oh no, we went into the wilderness. We went into the wilderness and I was listening intently to Doyle. God, this is where I started with Albertsons as, as, as a sign maker. I want us to go to the next verse. Well, it says, verse 2, And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness to humble thee. To humble thee. Joel shares about when he went to Argyle, how it humbled him. Well, I had to take a job as a sign maker. I was a college graduate, a reading specialist. I was well liked in my field. And God made me first a sign maker and then a bagger and a clerk and a, and a third shift clerk in a grocery store. Why? To humble me. You know, I remember during those times, Joel sharing the story about how he would be frustrated in Argyle, and he'd get in a car, and he'd drive away, and he'd say, I'm going to get me a job. And he'd go down the road a little bit, and then he'd turn around, and he'd go back. You know, I remember that time. I mean, we were, we were in financial hardship. And I remember my husband got offered a job on the East Coast that paid, back in the, early, the late 80s, $92,000 offered to him. And we talked about it. That had been the end of our financial woes. But you know what? We'd have left water of life. We, didn't, we decided we're not going. We're not going. We're going to stay. We're going to stay and we're going to believe God and get out of this. Let's go. Let's keep going. It says, Thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness to humble thee, to prove thee, to know what was in thine heart, whether thou would keep his commandments or no. And in verse 3, and he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with the manna, which thou knewest not. Neither did thy fathers know that thou might thee know that man does not live by bread only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. You know, I remember the, Dole, the story that Dole shared that God sent him to a meeting and they didn't have money for food. And Kathy and Patty took the, uh, the, the Coke bottles to get the deposit, to get some money. God put me in that grocery store, and I remember there was, there was, I mean, we went from meal to meal. But you know what? In the wilderness, we never missed a meal. We never missed a meal. God always supplied. And I remember when I first started in this grocery store, I was, in, uh, I was working in the evening. We didn't have a lot of money for food. And I was, I was talking to the deli meat manager. She's the one that takes care of the bologna and the salami and the, and the breakfast sausage and the cheese and everything back in the cooler. And I was working with her with some signage, and she asked me a question. She, she asked me about my family. She said, how many children do you have? I said, two. She said, and, and I'll tell you this. She looked at me, and she said, you know, you got too much class to work in this store. Why are you working here? I said, because God sent me. She said, you know what, Kathy? She said, I have to take all the expired labels, food, off of these shelves. I have to stick it in a box, and I have to throw it away. She said, it is perfectly good food, perfectly good, but I am required to throw it away. And she says, I hate doing that because it's perfectly good. She said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. She said, would you like this food? She didn't know how much I would have liked that food. She didn't know. 
I wasn't going to tell her, but I was looking to God. She said, I tell you what I'm going to do. She goes, I'm going to put all this, bo- this food in this box. I'm going to put the box on the back table, back in the back room. I'm going to go to the bathroom. And you go get that box, and you go put it in the car. She said, it's yours. You know what? That, food, that box was full of bologna and salami and ham and breakfast sausage and cheese and all that kind of stuff. We fed on it for a week. Do you know what she did that several times for me? She did it several times. God made sure that we had food in the wilderness. What was this doing? Kathy was getting rid of the fear that there wasn't going to be any food. I was walking through fear. Do you know, during that time, I mean, there were days when, just like Dole would share the story about the electric bill, being months overdue, same thing happened to me. Same thing. I, have, I walked in fear, walked out of the fear that one day I was going to wake up and the lights were going to be off or the water wasn't going to be working. Do you know that, that I remember one day the um, electrician came to the door. The bill was a couple months behind. He came to the door. He said, I'm here to shut off your lights. And I looked at him. I just looked at him. I said, I don't have the money. And he looked at me and he goes, you know, lady, he goes, he goes, I'm not supposed to do this. He goes, but I'm going to leave. And I'm going to come back. You're going to be the last one I shut the lights off on. Who gave him? Who gave me the grace? Who gave me the grace to just have that grace time? Do you know he left? He came back at, I think it was 7 o'clock or something at night. And by that time, I had the money. I had the money. God walked me through. And those stories that Dole told, I hung on to. I hung on to. Let's continue. It says, And he humbled thee, and suffered thee to hunger, and fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not. Neither did thy fathers know, that thou might make thee know that man does not live by bread only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth, the Lord doth man live. I remember the story that Dole shared about Christmas. Christmas one year, no money. It's all right, Kristen, we're out of this. I remember, you know, when we were going through this, the thing that bothered me the most, that bothered me the most, was that my children couldn't have what other children had. But you know what? They were never hurt. They were never hurt. You know, God supplied their clothes. And they would go to school, and they had the nicest clothes. People would give us clothes for the boys and for Kristen. They'd still have the tags on. You know what God was doing? He was working with their mother. So she would believe God. So she would walk with God. So she would walk through the fear. And I remember Joel telling the story that they didn't have money for Christmas one year. And he said he was so depressing. It was so oppressive that he asked Patty to go upstairs in the attic and get the fake Christmas tree and bring it down. They were going to have Christmas. Well, I was looking one Christmas. Oh, I remember these stories. You don't know how much I hung on to these stories. They were here. Those testimonies were to minister to us, to minister faith to us. Well, it was, it was almost a week to Christmas, less. We had no money for Christmas. And I had two small kids. And I told God, I said, I understand. If Christmas is an idol to us, we won't have Christmas. I understand that. I said, we'll work through it. 
I said, the only thing that bothers me is my children won't have the Christmas presents that other children have. You know, within a couple days of Christmas, I got a check in the mail from my mother. She had never sent a check before, and I don't think she sent one after that. It was for $300. I don't know where my mother got the $300 to send us. But you know what? We had Christmas that year. My children had Christmas. That was God working with Kathy. What learning, teaching me how to walk in this gospel. And you know where all my testimonies came from? Doyle. Doyle, a prophet and an apostle, walked it before me. Showed me how to get out. Let's go on. Next one. Verse 4. The remnant waxed not old upon thee, neither did thy foot swell these 40 years. As I shared, people would, not knowing, people would come and give us clothes for the kids. People would give me clothes. Nice clothes. And I shared the story once several months back that one winter I had no winter coat to wear to church. None. And I told God, you know, I need a winter coat. Frankly, I was a little embarrassed that, that the only coat I had was an outdoor, you know, snow coat that you would wear with pants. And that, that year, my aunt, she never did it before and she never did it after, sent me $100. And God said, this is for your coat. And he told me exactly where to go get it. You know, $100, I mean... We went, I, I remember um, my husband drove me to a store and we looked all over that store and there was no coats that fit me well. They didn't look nice, but they were, you know, they were about $100. And I, and I finally, I finally had enough guts to tell my husband, I think the coat's at Dillard's. And he looked at me and he said, why didn't you tell me that before? I told him I was afraid to. You know, God taught me how to hear him. I could hear God. But I had to overcome the fear to tell people I could hear him. <laughs> I went to Dillard's. They had beautiful coats, two, three hundred dollars. And over in the corner was a rack. Beautiful coats. These coats on sale, guess for what? $99. I got my coat for winter. I wore that thing for 20 years. Texas, you don't need to wear them a whole lot. I wore that coat for 20 years, beautiful wool coat. Why? I was humbling myself. I was walking with God. I was listening to what the apostle and prophet was teaching me so that I could walk out. You have a choice. You don't have to go to the wilderness. You don't have to. But you will never learn how to walk like Jesus walked if you don't go through that wilderness. Jesus had to walk through the wilderness. He had to. Well, if Jesus had to, and we want to do the works of Jesus, like I said before, we are going to have to walk through that wilderness. You know, the next part of that verse says, and neither did thy foot swell these 40 years. You know, all the time that I was learning how to walk in this, none of us got sick. None of us. The only sickness I had to deal with in Frisco was pregnancy. No sickness. My children didn't get hurt. We didn't have to go to the doctors. We didn't have to go to the hospital. I remember when the boys got big enough, I had to take them to the doctors to get a checkup. So that, you know, the, the sports checkup. So we walk in the doctors. She'd been our doctors ever since they were children. I walked in, told them the child's name, and she said, we don't have records on these kids. Said, we're not his doctor. I said, yes, you are. They said, we don't have any records on him. I said, but you're his doctor. 
She said, well, why don't we have any records? I said, because he's never sick. They were never sick. Why? Because we were walking. We were walking through the wilderness, just like the Hebrews. They didn't get sick. Their feet didn't swell. We didn't get sick. We didn't get sick. All right, let's go on. It says, thou shalt also consider in thine heart that as a man chasteneth his son, so the Lord thy God chasteneth thee. Therefore, thou shalt keep the commandment of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways and to fear him. Dole tells the story about how he was fed up and he wasn't real happy with God. And he opened his mouth and he said something that he regretted then and he fell down on his face. Do you know? And, and God said, that's okay, Dole. It had to come out. In the middle of this, I remember when God put me out in Frisco, when we bought the house out there, we ended up being long distance from Plano. I had some friends in Plano. I couldn't call them. It was long distance. And we didn't have the money to afford, you know, talking long distance. And, and, and sometimes I didn't even have a car. And I was, you know, like the Hebrews in the tent, I was stuck in the tent. Like Dole was stuck in Argyle, I was stuck in Frisco. The closest house to me was four lots that way, and the closest house on this side was four lots that, this way, and I could see in front of me all the way down to um, the, the next road, the next, the, the next big road where the high school's built. I mean, there was nobody around me. All I could do was read and pray. I would put the kids down for a nap, and I would go up and down the alley reading and praying. I would read the Word of God out loud for hours, hours. Why? Because I wanted God. I wanted to walk out I had a prophet and apostle helping me. I would come here at night, get delivered of fear, go right back home and go right back into it. I would read. I would come here at night. I would get delivered of that witchcraft, and I'd go right back home into it. You know what? It was God. But there was one day, like Doyle, I remember walking into the living room, and I was upset. I was murmuring. I was murmuring. I said, you know, everybody was... It seemed like everybody else was prospering and everything like that, and we had no money, no extra money at all. And I murmured, I said, I don't even have $15 to go to Taco Bell and get a taco. I was upset. The next day, I got a check in the mail from my mother for my birthday for $15. You know what God told me? He said, go get your tacos. Go get your tacos. You know, I had to. I bawled the whole way to Taco Bell. God required me to go get the tacos. I got in line. I bought $15 worth of tacos. I brought them home. I sat at the kitchen table. I fed the kids first so they wouldn't see me. I sat at the kitchen table and I bawled my eyes out while I ate those tacos. You know why? Because it was my murmuring. I was complaining. I didn't like where I was. And God was chastening me by making me eat those tacos. You know what? I thank God for those days. I thank God for those days. You know, we look at things now and I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid that there won't be food tomorrow. I'm not afraid that this bill won't get paid. I've walked it out. I followed, and I followed the stories and the testimonies and the teachings of a prophet and apostle. And you want to you rail, but you don't want to humble yourself 
and let God put you through the wilderness. You don't want that. You want a rail. But you know what? You won't get the kingdom. You won't get the kingdom without going through the wilderness. I thank God for those days. I do. I thank God for the testimonies that I hung on to. That's why I know them so well. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.